Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Jeffrey's going to double text Jessica again? Wait, that that's not even a double text. That's a triple text now. Oh, Jeffrey, if only you knew. Adonis. Adonis walks in and grabs Jeffrey's phone and does the unthinkable. Oh, she she wants to meet me. What what did you send her? Adonis knows how to attract a puny human, of course. But young Jeffrey, you must understand that she is not a high-quality woman like you desire. Come with me, Jeffrey, and I will show you where the feminine women really are. But you will not be able to attract them just yet. Jeffrey follows Adonis and finally learns the lessons that he needed to learn a few years ago. And then there's you. Let me tell you my story. I finished university, but I haven't got my results yet. And they're literally live right now. I'm going onto my computer knowing, okay, I'm literally about to see if I've passed or failed. And I actually don't know. For many people, they want to see what results they got. Is it going to be a first grade honors or is it going to be this one? I actually don't even know if I've passed or failed. And I want to fail. I want to fail this year of university because if I fail, I'll have to resit the entire year, which basically means I get another year of being like a student who's carefree, who gets to enjoy himself. I check the results and I pass. Everyone's happy for me, but a part of me has just died inside because just like that, I've realized that I'm no longer a carefree, innocent student. I'm now an unemployed man. I'm a broke man. And reality hits me so fucking hard. Reality hits me harder than my dad used to hit me. <laughs> All this time I had been enjoying myself, eating junk food, smoking weed, watching porn, having sex with girls and, you know, partying and making friends with everyone. And I didn't even realize the harsh truth 
that you become an adult sooner than you realize. And when you're a student, you have that safety of, you know, being this like young guy who's just trying to figure it out. The moment you you graduate or you leave the education system, basically it's up to you to just figure out what to do with your life. And there's multiple hard truths, like lessons that men learn around this time, whether they went to university or not, which I wanna pass to you right now. So if you are maybe younger than this, you can stay ahead of the curve. And if you are older than this, maybe there's a couple of lessons that you didn't get, which now hopefully I can give to you. The first hard truth that men have to learn is that if you're not strong, no one really gives a fuck about you. By strong, I don't just mean physically strong or just financially, but just in general, if you're not a valuable man, no one cares about you. This is why there are significantly more men hidden amongst the world who have kind of seeped in and out of government systems, homelessness, struggling with the education system, whatever it is, there's way more men in that position where no one is helping them compared to women. You've probably seen the statistic, around 85% of homeless people are men. The reason why is because when a woman falls below a certain sort of standard of safety, people will protect her, people will look after her. When men fall below that standard, no one really gives a fuck about you. If you can't help the tribe as a young man, you will be banished. Like, I want you to imagine the tribe that we have right now. There's old guys there, like so old men, who were super valuable to the tribe, but they're not anymore because they're elderly. And we're still gonna take care of them. There's old women there, we're gonna take care of them. There's women who are having children, we're gonna take care of them. There's women who are yet to have children, we're gonna take care of them. There's girls, we're gonna take care of them. There's boys, we're gonna take care of them. Men? We're not gonna actually take care of the men. The men are the ones who take care of the tribe. And so if there's a man who can't take care of the tribe, if there's a man who's basically, no offense, but useless, if there's a guy who isn't the chef, who isn't the hunter, who isn't the builder, who isn't the leader, who basically is like struggling to provide value to the tribe, what's gonna happen? Really, don't, don't bullshit yourself. Imagine you were the tribe leader and there was scarce resources because there really is, right? And there was one man your age who was just not doing anything for the tribe for no reason other than just laziness. But every day he showed up to take some of the food what would you genuinely do in that situation? Because many of the guys who are watching this right now, what they'd probably say is they would kick you out. They would. They would banish you from the tribe. They'd give you a time. You know, some nice guy might say like, oh yeah, well, you know, I'd, I'd really help him and stuff. But imagine you took him on the hunt and he was terrible and he, he stepped over the sticks and they made the noise and the, the boar ran away. Imagine you try to teach him how to cook and he burns everything. Imagine you try and teach him how to build and he doesn't do it well. He has no skills like most young men you would very quickly decide to banish this young man from your tribe. You wouldn't want to really be around him. By the way, bro, you probably haven't realized just how bad listening to degenerate music is every day. And so that's why I've made a new daily Spotify podcast that you can listen to so you can start your day off with some inspiration and it's specifically for young guys who want to get onto self-improvement. Go click the top link in the description, load that up, follow the podcast, and then continue watching this video. Same for a woman, not so much. 
And this isn't man versus woman, but it's just to show that like life is very different for us than women. But the issue is the world has went through this period of feminization over the last few decades that the narrative, the messaging, the beliefs that are in your brain are more about for women. You know, this idea of like, oh, everyone's special. Everyone's like, you know, really special and unique and stuff. That advice is actually quite nice for women. Even then it might not even be good advice, but that advice certainly does not work for men. You're not special. You're not some like cute little snowflake. You're not even unique. And like, I sound like an asshole, but I actually wish someone said this to me a few years ago, 10 years ago, because if someone hit me with that reality, I would have woken up and thought, okay, well then how do I become special? How do I become unique? Because some men are unique. Some men are special. Some men are valuable. Were they always born like that? Or did they do something for it? And yes, they did do something for it. They worked. They chose some kind of craft that could contribute to others and they worked really hard on it. And that became kind of like their gift that they would give to the tribe. For me right now, my gift is speaking. I'm actually a phenomenal speaker. I'm very good at giving advice to others and I'm very good at motivating people. I've motivated probably over a million guys to get into the gym. I've motivated probably over a million, maybe 500,000 men to start meditating. Think about that for a second. Think about that as my gift to the world. I've probably gotten a million guys to get into the gym. That's something to, to really think, fuck me, like Hamza's actually like a, a really good guy. He's very valuable to be around. What is your gift? I don't mean to be hateful, but like if you can't answer that fast, maybe this is why you feel so bad as a young man. You know, this is another hard truth. I didn't expect to tell you this. It's in my belief that the lower your status the lower your testosterone and also the higher your anxiety. What I mean by this is imagine the same tribe again. The guys who feel the best, you know, the emotions that arise in this tribe are also the ones who are seen as the most helpful and valuable. Basically, your life as a man is basically all down to status, which position of men you are in the tribe. Number one is usually tribe leader. Number 99 is Jeffrey. Once you get to 100, you're basically kicked out of the tribe. We don't want to be with you. Where are you on that sort of social hierarchy, but in real life, in school, in your online communities, in your sports clubs, in just the world, as you walk around the gym, where are you in that? It's a brutal, brutal thing to think about. And I'm sure loads of people would find this toxic or misogynist or whatever the fuck they'd want to say. But this is a brutal reality that young men must face. If you are low status young man, life is not going to be good for you. I swear, I don't know if there's research on this, but I promise you that I know this for certain. There is a direct correlation between your symptoms of anxiety and depression with how low you are in this social hierarchy. And you know what's interesting? There's also a direct correlation with your levels of testosterone and where you are in this hierarchy. The higher up you are in this hierarchy of men, the more testosterone your body will produce. So where are you and where do you want to be? Many men won't think like this because it just seems too brutal in the modern day. It seems like this is too raw. This is a hard truth to face, but this is why I'm talking about it in this video. Where do you want to be in this hierarchy? Have you ever actually thought that to yourself to think, I want to be higher up. I want to be actually better than other guys. I want to climb up this social ladder and get closer to the guys who are actually like up there, who are valuable, who are successful, who are higher level guys. I don't want to be around these, these little Jeffries, these crabs anymore. Because life for the low status guys, fucking sucks. You've probably experienced it. 
you know it's full of anxiety, of overthinking, of, of being treated ho horribly. People literally bully you, slap you, hit you, make fun of you the lower down you are. You know what's interesting? The higher up you go in this hierarchy, people behave like, like good, well-behaved chimps. The higher up you go, any guy who's actually become quite high up in the status will, will know this has happened. There's a weird dynamic that happens that the higher up you go, more guys will literally act towards you like how little chimps will to like the sort of bigger gorilla alpha male well they'll come over and literally fix like your necklace they'll come over and fix your jacket for you for no reason other than just like oh well you know i just wanted to help you like higher you know high status man guys will literally come up and fix like you know like your your whatever it is like your caps like off the side or whatever or your necklace is a little bit turned they'll literally come in and just be like weirdly nice to you just how animals would to like the sort of big alpha male gorilla in the tribe again this sounds cringe as fuck and people might say it's like weird this is something you can just keep in mind as a symptom as when you climb up in your social hierarchy you'll begin to notice this maybe if you have already if you've already been going to the gym for like years and you've made a lot of progress and you feel so much better you might have had this moment where like men and women will just treat you with more respect and the lower down you go the more that these people will literally swear at you they will they will be hateful towards you even if you're still a nice guy it's sad that the world is like this because there is so much potential in like those lower status guys that isn't being utilized because they've been ostracized they've been bullied they've been hurt but this is how the world of humans works. And so the hard truth that you need to understand is that you need to increase your status. You need to like understand this game and you probably at the very least don't wanna be part of those like low status, low tier guys. Another brutal truth of the world is that our parents are actually gonna live till they're older. So every generation recently seems to live older than their parents because you know, health standards are getting better. What this means and why this is a brutal truth is because that is actually going to be a level of pressure on us. It sounds awesome, okay? Our parents are going to live till they're older compared to like our great-grandparents would have. Our great-grandparents probably would have died at like age 50. Our parents will probably live to around age 70 or 80. But that's actually not just a good thing. It's a good thing, obviously, because our parents are going to live longer. But this is something that many guys aren't prepared for. That's going to be pressure for us. When your parents can't work anymore, they're not just going to be able to retire because retirement isn't even a thing anymore. Most parents don't actually have enough money to retire. You know what that means? They're still going to be alive and they're going to need financial support. So what's going to happen? Now, a lot of young men are, are very ambitious. They're going to listen to this and think, well, yeah, well, I'm going to support them, right? Which is awesome. The reality is for most people, what's happening right now, their parents get old. And most people, most like, you know, middle-aged men, women these days, they've lived pathetic lives. They've lived like ignorant, uneducated lives, you know, 40-year-olds, 30-year-olds. And so what happens when their parents get old? These people who are like adults right now, they can't afford to support them. And so the cheapest thing they can do is send their parents to like a care home where they're getting abused by the random people who work there and they're spending their last few years in like some random weird house like the concept of care homes and the concept of like sending your parents, like your elderly parents to just basically be in the hospital after they've had like one injury and they're in the hospital for months or they're in some care home, some like old people's home. That just blows my mind of the level of like evil and also the weakness of the people who send their parents there. 
Because if you're an ambitious young man, you'll be thinking to yourself, like, I'm obviously not going to do that. What I'm going to do is make a fuck ton of money, have a big house, move my parents in there, and even get them, like, a full-time carer. The generation who's older than us, like those 40-year-olds, they never had this level of ambition because they really went through, like, a lot of brainwashing of, like, you know, this thing of, like, you've got to get a career and you've got to hope for a promotion every three years. None of them had this idea of making 10K a month when they were, like, 20 years old or anything. They've got, like, a lot of weakness in that generation, even though we think the weakness is in our generation. And so the way that, like grandparents are being treated right now the way that elderly people are being treated is fucking horrendous because of the sort of millennials or even the generation above them of their weakness their sort of trust in the system that kept them broke their entire lives what this means for us you absolutely have to make more than enough money and you should start to keep in mind right now that this is going to be another huge cost for you that your parents are probably going to live till you're like 50 60 years old maybe even longer and so you're going to need to have enough money to look after them because you don't want to send them to some cheap place you don't want them to have to rely on on themselves your parents probably don't even have a retirement which means you need to pick up the the slack there When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And this is hard, right? Because I'm talking shit about our parents' generations because they went through so much conditioning and everything. And our parents are the ones who've basically, in my opinion, let, like, I'm not saying anyone in specific, not really my parents, but like just in general, our parents, their generation of like 40 to 50 year olds, they're like, I think the first generation that have really let down the elderly, the elderly were always treated with like such a level of respect that they had so much wisdom. But our parents' generation, they're all too broke to treat their parents with that respect. So what's going to happen is our parents are already like not doing so well. So when they get to 70, they're not going to have enough money. This is going to be the pressure that we have to deal with. This is why you're seeing the young men of today become strong because we understand that we're going to go through this hard time. This pressure is really making us more masculine, more purposeful and developing really good character inside of us. It's a quite a weird thought to have because your parents living longer is, of course, a fantastic thing. But for many guys of our generation, they will be broken down because they didn't become successful or wealthy enough 20, 30 years from now to look after their parents. And so they're going to have to make that choice. Do they still clutch on to their like 3K a month income whilst their parents are struggling? Or can they try and make a business 20 years from now when they don't understand the newest technologies and everything? Many guys our age are going to struggle tremendously 
and they're going to like see that basically their parents were relying on them and they failed. I hope that isn't you and I hope you're working hard right now. It's more pressure, which I know that you probably are already like feeling enough pressure from school, from parents and everything already. But this pressure is like a, it's a worthwhile experience. Pressure, in my opinion, is a privilege. It's a good thing because it really does unlock the next level for you. A hard learning lesson when it comes to love and relationships with women is that your purpose basically always has to come before your relationship, except for emergencies. What I mean by this is your purpose is kind of like your mission, your big goal. Usually it's the work that you do. It's the work that basically makes you money. For most men, that's like their big thing. That's their purpose. For some guys, they're just, you know, making money from some shit. For actually, for a lot of guys, they're just making money from like some shit job that they don't like, some business that they don't really care about, and they haven't discovered their purpose yet. They really need to figure it out. And you're probably there as well to discover your purpose. I'm not even gonna give you the advice because you won't take it. Most young guys are, are too afraid to take it. Basically, the advice is to turn off all of your devices and sit in your room empty with a journal for a few days and just write what comes to mind and really ask yourself questions of like, if I was going to die soon, what would I finish my life working on? If I suddenly made $10 billion and I had the highest status and I had everything I ever wanted, what would I spend with my time? What kind of work would I do? You ask these questions in total solitude. It takes some time. You've got to turn away the, the phone, the computer, all this shit. You turn that off. You go inward. Sometimes you can go onto like a, a trip into like some cabin in the woods. Go take so, like, you know, go somewhere further away from your home. Go into the mountains, go into the lakes and go like see a new environment. And that sometimes will give you really good ideas of how you want to spend your life and what your purpose is, what your calling is. For me, my calling seems to be giving advice and helping other people to like, improve their lives. I was even five years old and this was like the things I was doing. Your purpose, that big work thing that you really care about, it must always be the priority above your relationship with a woman. Your woman will often test you to try and drag you away from your purpose and she does not realize she's doing this. This is just like what happens in feminine people, like in feminine women. They'll know what your work is. They'll know what your goals are. They'll know what your sort of daily habits are and she'll just randomly get an idea to pull you away from it without even realizing she's pulling you away. You know, to her, she genuinely wants to go and eat the junk food when she knows that you really care about your diet. But subconsciously, for some reason, she doesn't see this, but she actually wants you to say no to her. Like saying no is one of the sexiest things that you can say to a woman. But these days, so many men are so afraid of this. And so they struggle because when their girl asks them, let's go get ice cream, they say yes. And they're taking time off work that they didn't want to take. Now, of course, you should take, like, you should spend time with your woman. You should only be with the woman if you actually want to spend some time with her and you enjoy the time with her. Fine. But most men don't realize quite like, honestly, this is like a brutal truth that I realized. And this is more brutal for women, but it's brutal for many men who have been conditioned all this time. How much time you want to spend with your woman is probably 10 times lower than you actually think it is. These days, there's so much of this sort of pressure and conditioning for men to like be this certain kind of way in relationships, to have this sort of 50-50 relationship, to spend all day with their girl, to be best friends with their girlfriends. And most guys haven't even realized this yet, but they would actually be happier in life if they only spent literally about four hours a week with their girlfriends. For most men, that's actually the truth. And it might be for you, even if you're certain that you'd want to spend like all day, every day with your girlfriend and she's so fun. And you know, I, I want to see her like every day and stuff. Most guys, 
if they really ask themselves a bunch of questions, they really got to construct their perfect lifestyle. That's eventually what they would end up at. Imagine like the, the warrior who's out at the training camp right now, learning how to swing his sword 2% better. And he's preparing for this upcoming war. He's in the training camp and he doesn't see her for weeks at a time. And that causes such a huge level of desire in both of them. She's literally there, like sat at home, like doing her hair whilst thinking, like fantasizing about him coming home. That's a really good effect to have on a woman. He's there focused on work. But at the end of the day, when he has to sleep amongst like the other men in this like random training camp, he's thinking of her and his heart like is, is fond there. When he finally is finishing this training camp and he can go home for like two days before needing to go back, that polarity that they would have had is that that masculine and feminine dynamic. Imagine that exact scenario where that this warrior is walking back into like his little hut where his goddess is waiting for him. Just to be like frank with you, bro, imagine how good he's gonna fuck her when he gets back and he's he's missed her for like weeks or months. And I'm saying this as like such a vulgar thing. Because this is what men and women don't have. When you're best friends with your girl, you lose a lot of that like warrior polarity. That like the, the stern look you would have had in your eyes that, that you've just been training for weeks and you're back home for only one day. We don't have this like magical polarity, this, this compatibility of men and women anymore. Because instead of warrior and goddess, we're buddies. We're best friends. And so many guys have deluded themselves into believing that they want to be best friends with their girls just because it's like the normal narrative. All the little chumps on Reddit, on Twitter, all those random little little weak-ass websites, all the guys there are like, I just want a girl to, to play video games with and everything. A good question for this is, if you've got a girlfriend right now, you can imagine being with one. Ask yourself, how would I act towards her if my testosterone wasn't fucked in this modern day? How would I act towards my girlfriend if I had double or triple the le testosterone levels that I do right now? Ask yourself that question. Would it be the same way? Would you want to like be best friends with her or would you actually see her in a completely different way? Maybe the big problem of like of relationships is literally just men have become so depolarized, so weak, so low testosterone that it's taken away that like imagine that exact moment of that warrior walking back into the hut after weeks away of preparing for war and he's got one day here. That does not seem like our relationships in this modern day like at all. But that used to be the, the normal like masculine feminine dynamic. The hard truth for me to realize was that in some ways you have to almost sacrifice, not even sacrifice, but it feels like a sacrifice to your woman's happiness and to your relationship so that when you prioritize your work, your mission, your goals, your purpose, you do so. Sometimes it feels like it's at the cost of your relationship, but the interesting thing is it's actually counterintuitive. When it feels like you're sacrificing your relationship for your purpose, in other ways, you're actually keeping your relationship alive because that's what a man is supposed to do. A man is supposed to actually have something above his woman. He's supposed to have like his duty to his community, to his God, his his passion, his, his purpose. That needs to be above his woman. Right now, you might not understand this. You might disagree with this point entirely. 
hopefully maybe a few months or few years from now, you'll actually look back and think, fuck me, that was actually so true. Because when I was 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 years old, I could not imagine this, what I was saying to you at all. I only thought that like becoming best friends and spending all day together was the right thing in a relationship. It only took me years to realize that this desire to spend so much time with my girlfriend was actually coming from a lot of like insecurity and anxiousness of like, yeah, you know, we'll spend all day together because that way I can make sure that she's not really cheating on me or anything. When you start to feel more certain of yourself and also when you start to actually develop really good male friends, that's when you actually like, if you're honest, you think to yourself, yeah, it's kind of fun being around my girlfriend, but honestly, I'd rather be around my guys. I'd rather be around like the guys that I'm leveling up with. They're the ones I could speak to for hours. They're the ones that I actually want to be around because conversations with them benefit my purpose. But this doesn't mean that you shouldn't spend time with your girl. You should look down upon her. It sounds like I'm saying that, but I'm really not. It's that we shouldn't look down towards our girls. We should see them in a different light. We should see them in this masculine, feminine polarity, like, like what real love is supposed to be. Not just buddies, not depolarized androgynous relationship, but rather like this woman is your gateway to spirituality. This woman is your gateway to love. When in doubt, just think about that warrior walking back in to that hut where his goddess has been waiting for weeks. He's not going to go and lie down and go scroll on his phone whilst like next to her, is he? They're not going to go and play fucking Mario Kart together right now, are they? He's got something else on his mind and trust me, so does she. That dynamic is how you give your gift inside of a relationship. It's, this is like the force of the masculine, the certainty that he's been focused on his work and the the obsession and the energy that comes from the woman with how attracted she is to that masculine man. And when they meet together, it's like you can imagine that they are drenched in love in ways that we don't even comprehend these days with these like dry relationships. Many people will not understand that lesson but if you've been reading books like The Way of the Superior Man, you'll start to realize like that might be the kind of relationship that you actually want. The last hard truth that I want to tell you about is realizing that your mental health is the constraints of your life. You know, everything that you think are problems for you right now. You're struggling to attract girls. You keep relapsing on porn, on nofap. Your diet's not that clean. You're trying to get consistent in the self-improvement habits, but you kind of keep falling off. These things are not actually problems. I promise you they are not problems. These things are symptoms of the real problem, which is your mental health. For every guy that I've helped in terms of nofap, junk food, video games, content consumption, they focus on that symptom and they make no progress. Literally no one ever makes progress in nofap or in junk food or anything. When someone's focused on nofap or junk food, they constantly are in that sort of binge eat cycle. They, they go three days on nofap, then they relapse again, then they relapse again. And they're not realizing the reason why you constantly relapse, the reason why you're struggling in life, the reason why you're struggling with self-improvement, with productivity, with making money in your business, business. It's all because your mental health is actually kind of like the constraint of your entire life. If you deconstrain this, if you open up the kink of your mental health, everything else in your life will open up. I wish someone told me this earlier. I learned this lesson in May of 2020. So just over three years ago, I learned this lesson when I had the worst period of mental health that I could imagine. Like I was literally crying every day. I'd wake up with nightmares and, and night sweats. Like I would literally sweat so much that I needed to sleep on a towel. 
and I'd smoke weed every day. I was heavily stressed because I used to work like night shifts in homeless accommodation. And basically there was a homeless guy who like was relying on me whilst I was broke and I was trying to like become an entrepreneur and I was working at night times and I was sleep deprived and I was addicted to porn and video games and sugar and everything. It was a horrible period of my life and I wasn't able to make progress in any of these things. I saw my physique that I'd worked really hard for slip in front of my eyes from, from like months of eating shit food and not training. And then that's when I discovered the concept of mental health and improving it. And so I started meditating every day. I started gratitude journaling. I started exercising a little bit more. And these habits changed my life forever. The most important thing that I could teach you out of every video is improving your mental health. And in fact, I made a free like course, like what I call the full guide on improving your mental health. It's like one and a half or two hours long. And it's literally completely free. It's just on YouTube. I made it. I'll just link it right now. I really think you'd find it valuable if you go and watch that mental health guide right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 